This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Number one seed with a lot of pressure on them. We'll discuss it. It's Unsportsmanlike. Evan Canty and Michelle coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17. Brought to you by Chase. If you're just tuning in, news from last night. I think pretty surprising. Jim Harbaugh interviews with the Falcons. We knew he was interviewing for NFL jobs. We all assumed the Chargers. We had all the connections to the Raiders, played there, uh, you know, a coach there, all the connections, etc. We didn't see the Falcons coming, and they confirmed an interview with Harbaugh yesterday, plus Mike Tomlin coming back to the Steelers. We have speculated that it could come back with a little caveat of, here's my QB list. Make sure we get one of these guys. Plus, we just revealed our ESPN power rankings we're going to do every single week, and we've done it about people you'd want to hang out with, go to a suite with. In honor of Jason Kelsey retiring, we have the... um, Best ESPN beards, and not of all time, because I got overruled <laughs> for Bob Lee. So uh, we will uh, put that out there at Unsports ESPN on Twitter. Let's talk about the Niners, guys, for a second, because uh, we haven't for a couple of weeks here. We've just sat back and kind of waited for them to play, obviously, as the number one seed. But with absolutely no respect to the teams that are in the NFC right now, uh, this should be the easiest walk we have seen in a long time to a Super Bowl for a team in a conference. That is completely disrespectful, I'm acknowledging, to the Lions and to the Bucks and to the Packers. Yes. Absolutely, terribly disrespectful. But what and you the, don't care. <laughs> well, no, because what the Niners were supposed to be and then what they were, which is exactly what they were supposed to be, would lead us to say, if you don't make the Super Bowl this year, that is as much of a failure as we've seen in a long time in this sport. Yeah, it would be considered a failure. Like, it's it's beyond disappointment now. You have to consider it a failure because it's Super Bowl or bust. And we've talked about it with this 49ers team. Their window to win a championship might be shorter or smaller than any of the other teams that are remaining in the playoff field, both in the NFC and the AFC. I mean, we, we think about it. That three-game losing streak that they had in the middle of the regular season, that wasn't by happenstance. That was because they had a lot of key guys out of the lineup, namely Trent Williams and Debo Samuel. We've seen when any of those pieces are missing on the offensive side of the ball, this is not the same team. And it's fair to say that as those guys continue to get older, the likelihood of them missing time becomes greater. And and so I guess my point is if you don't capitalize on this opportunity now – with teams like the Eagles, teams like the Dallas Cowboys already knocked out, if you don't get back to the Super Bowl if you're Kyle Shanahan, then I don't know if it's going to happen anytime soon with San Francisco. I think they're on the verge of having to retool this roster on the fly. Not saying that they won't be competitive moving forward, but what I'm saying is we won't look at them the same way we have over the past two or three seasons because I just don't think it's going to be that type of team. Trent Williams is in his mid-30s. George Kittle is on the wrong side of 30. Debo Samuel hasn't played a full regular season in three or four years. Christian McCaffrey is getting up there in years, and you're going to have to address his contract. Like They have a whole host of issues. Brandon Ayuk is going to be an impending free agent. I I don't know how long they're going to be able to keep this cast of characters together and how much longer all of them are going to be in the hearts of their prime. So I guess my point is, Take advantage of it when the opportunity is tailor-made for you. This has got to be the year. And there's no excuses. 
they have everything working in their favor. For so many weeks of the season, we were saying that San Francisco and maybe Baltimore were on a different tier. When healthy, when they have their full complement of weapons, the San Francisco 49ers are completely dominant. They're a dominant football team. And it does feel like everything has fallen their way. They they got the bye. They're going to be rested. They're going to be at home. They have all of the health working in their favor. And yes, if you look at the teams remaining, I, it does sound disrespectful to say it, but the San Francisco 49ers should easily be able to beat the Packers, the Lions, and the Bucks. There's no excuses built in for them why they shouldn't make it to the Super Bowl. If they don't, I think it's going to be a big disappointment and it's going to be a, a situation in San Francisco where there might be some consequences. So here's the exercise that I, I would want. Don't you think so? Ooh. Based on the window that you just described? If we say, Ooh. I know the Dell, if the, you don't think, so? what if they it, were to lose this week? I think it's hot seat for next year. I think it's Kyle Shanahan going into Wait, next year. Wait, you guys think Kyle Shanahan would be on the hot seat? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's play out. We're going to do an exercise after this because I'm going to play out why this oh. makes sense. So here's here's what you play out. The San Francisco 49ers don't get to the Super Bowl this year with this draw. Again, completely disrespectful what I am doing. I'm leading this conversation of disrespect. So I want this blamed to me, <laughs> not you guys. Blamed on me. So okay. if they don't get to the Super Bowl, what then happens is, well, is Kyle Shanahan really the guy that's a big game coach? 100%. You know, he loses this year to whomever. Mm-hmm. He loses in the Super Bowl with the lead in the fourth quarter, right? To, now it's to Kansas City, but narrative. And he was he the shouldn't offense. have lost, though. Jimmy Garoppolo's just got to make a throw to Emmanuel Sanders. Okay. Um, but and still, he was, and he was the uh, And he was the offensive fair. coordinator of the Falcons at 28-3, which has nothing to do with this. Yep. But narrative is created. So not in terms of hot seat relative to termination. Hot seat relative to he now has, let's just placeholder, Mike McCarthy of, you better do something here. Now, Mike McCarthy is getting terminated, potentially. Potentially. Kyle Shanahan would not get terminated. No. But I think we would start to develop, if Belichick, Tomlin, and Reed are kind of on that first tier, and John Harbaugh leads the second tier, creeping up to the first tier, Kyle Shanahan's been on that second tier. He now drops a peg. Well, well, that's the way I would. Well, look let's at use it. one of the names that you put on tier one, Andy Reid. He went to four straight conference championship games in a Super Bowl and lost them, and the Eagles still kept him around a decade before they clipped him. But ultimately, they they ended them. up firing him. Yeah. But I, I guess there's so much more runway for Kyle Shanahan, and he is every bit as regarded as an innovative offensive mind like Andy Reid was in the early and mid 2000s. So I, I just don't see Kyle Shanahan being on the hot seat, and I don't view him of that same ilk as a guy like Mike McCarthy. I but just don't, I, I especially understand. considering who his quarterbacks have been. But narrative will – there's an easy narrative to imagine if they fall short. So here's the exercise I want to do. Who do you guys believe is the best team in the AFC right now? Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Yes. Could you see them losing before the Super Bowl? Yes. Yes. Uh, it's not going to be this weekend, more likely than not, Right. Okay, well, let's pretend it's not, just for argument's sake. Okay. So it's not to Houston, which would mean it's to either Buffalo or Kansas City. Mm -hmm. Is that some colossal disappointment if they lose to Buffalo or Kansas City in the AFC title game this year? Baltimore? Yeah. To Buffalo, yes. To Kansas City, no. Okay. Even though Kansas City has has played terribly at points this season, it's still still Patrick Patrick Mahomes and and still Andy Reid. Yeah, you lose to Sean McDermott and Josh Allen. Uh, Right. That, ain't, that okay. ain't great. Right. All right. So because we, then we would talk about Pat Mahomes' greatness. Yeah. Even when everything is working against Brady him. Brady and Belichick. It, yeah. we, it would be a, a positive for Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid, not so much a negative to the Ravens. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. So now let's play this out. Could you envision the Niners losing to any of these teams? I can't imagine them losing to Green Bay. Okay. So could they, you they, imagine they, them to Detroit or yes. 
Detroit, you could. Yeah. Detroit is explosive, man. Tampa? I mean, th- no. No. Okay, no. so. No, Detroit Detroit would be the team. See, I can't. Detroit, Detroit would be the team. Well, listen, Detroit is explosive. They can match points with the 49ers. They can. Like, they, they, they were second to the 49ers in explosive plays by mm-hmm. one. That means plays of 20 yards or more. So, mm-hmm. Detroit can do that. The thing that makes me skeptical about Detroit is the back end of their defense. I just don't trust them. So, if the pass rush ain't heating up Brock Purdy, then I don't know that they're going to be able to get it done. But Detroit, from a physicality standpoint, can match the intensity of the San Francisco 49ers. That ain't going to be no cakewalk if that ends up being the NFC Championship game. But if you're you're talking about playing against – the Tampa Bay Bucks, or you're talking about losing against the Green Bay Packers, that that is a failure of a season beyond comprehension right now. I, I just can't envision that actually being a possibility. So if they did lose to the Green Bay Packers, Ooh. with the coaches that are available, I'm not saying that Kyle Shanahan is not an amazing coach. He is. He's a brilliant offensive mind. He He is a guy that can win you a lot of football games. But to Evan's point... If all of a sudden there's this narrative that continues to get ratchet up about him not being able to push them over the finish line, and you've got guys like Bill Belichick out there, Jim Harbaugh out well, there. Yeah, but not Harbaugh with the Niners. But I of course, but yeah. I'm just saying there's a different. <laughs> he, he, he probably not going to go back. We there. made a mistake. But I'm just saying there's we a, trying to spin the block. <laughs> there's, a, there's a different caliber of coach that's available. I just wonder if maybe uh, they would start to reconsider. I, think I, I will right. say. I will say this. I think there's a lot of pressure on John Lynch if that doesn't happen. If they don't get to the Super Bowl, and I know those those two have worked in lockstep, him and, and Kyle Shanahan, and Kyle hand-selected him. Kyle's got final say over the 53, but the fall guy will be the general manager, John Lynch. If they don't get to the Super Bowl mm. with this draw, you got the Bucks, the Lions, and the Green Bay Packers, the upstart Packers with Jordan Love, the youngest playoff roster since 1974. Like If you don't get to the Super Bowl with this team, in this expensive roster, then I could see them moving on from John Lynch because it only highlights some of the failures that they had in the draft, namely the Trey Lance trade where they gave up three first-round picks for a guy that they jettisoned for a fourth-rounder less than three years later. So, I mean, if that ends up happening and they don't get to the Super Bowl, then, then I could see a world where John Lynch is no longer the general manager. It's so funny because I go the exact opposite way of I would put it on the coach because I think the roster is awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, you ain't getting rid of the coach. Right, but I, I don't think you're getting rid of any of these guys. I'm just saying we're talking about what would happen as a result. The other thing I would say about the Niners is if I were to project out, first of all, they were the best team for most of the season this year. I think we all sat here and said they're just steamrolling people. When they're healthy, nobody can beat them. So then, then their draw gets a little bit easier in the postseason because I would say if you were to rank – Top four teams in the NFC that could knock off the the Niners prior to the Super Bowl, three of them are already out. Dallas, Philly, and the Rams. Those are the three. The Lions would be the fourth, right? Those Those are the three. Right. So instead, they have the Rams, Bucks, and Packers. Think about that for a second. If you were to go into the postseason and you're say, all right, I'm going to— No, you mean the Lions, Bucks, and Packers. What'd I say? Rams, Bucks, and Packers. Right, so, right, correct. Lions, Bucks, Packers, sorry. But if we were to go into the postseason and, and I was going to say, hey, guys, I know what's going to happen already. I can see the future. Um, I know they're going to lose. And, you would, and I would say, who are they going to lose to before the, play, before the Super Bowl? You probably are going to say the Cowboys, Eagles, or Rams, or Lions. Yeah. Three of those four are gone. Yeah. So if they don't make it to the Super Bowl, that is as much of a failure as we've seen in recent memory in the NFL. Which is why the reaction should be the same as it was with the Dallas Cowboys if they were to lose this weekend. We hold the Cowboys to a different standard because of the history, but 
if the San Francisco 49ers don't get there, they should be held to the same standard based on the talent that they have. If I they agree. don't get there, they're not going to win it with these core players. If they don't get there this year, they're not going to win it with Trent Williams and, and Debo Samuel and McCaffrey and Ayuk and Kittle. They're not going to win a championship with them. Wow. If they don't do it this year, it ain't going to never happen. I would have the reaction, if they didn't make it to the Super Bowl, of the simple statement of how can you not win with this group? Now, we're, we would analyze as to how and the why – it's interesting. There's one name that hasn't been said yet. How much pressure did we just put on Brock Purdy? And is he the quarterback going into this postseason run now that has the most pressure? We'll get into that next. We're on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Evan Canty and Michelle are Unsportsmanlike. Breaks away, 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Josh Allen. Yeah, give him a flex, Josh. You just schooled them with their back turn. A lot of guys scream and slide and didn't slide and scored. So it worked out that time. Is it Josh Allen? Is it Lamar? Is it Purdy? We are unsportsmanlike. That's who we are. On ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you on a day where we are monitoring Jim Harbaugh's latest move. Interviewed with the Falcons, Mike Tomlin back with the Steelers. And as we get ready for the postseason this weekend and the next round of games, Joe Fortenbaugh, Carlin versus Joe, noon until 3 Eastern time here on ESPN Radio, said that Lamar Jackson is the quarterback with the most pressure this weekend. There's no one with more pressure than Lamar Jackson. It's not even close. It's oh, not even like on. Allen's 1B. It's the same case you just made. You said at some point, you know, Allen has to win in the Super Bowl if he's this great quarterback. How many MVPs does Allen have? He's got zero. He's yep. got zero MVPs. How many is Lamar Jackson about to have? Two. Two. How many playoff wins does Josh Allen have? He's won in the postseason at least a handful of times. Right. Lamar's done nothing in the playoffs. You cannot be the one seed. You cannot go to San Francisco and beat them on Christmas. You can't do all this and then get set to win your second MVP and not have the most pressure to finally deliver something in the playoff. And I'm not saying most pressure to win a Super Bowl. I think that's on Kyle Shanahan. That's a different discussion. Lamar's got to get to the AFC Championship game. He's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite over Houston. All fair, guys, but for me, when I look at pressure in the postseason right now, it is by far and away on Josh Allen. No question about it. He's got – this is going to come off horribly, but it's not what I mean. But he, as a court, as a future potential Hall of Fame candidate, you need something on the resume that involves either a Super Bowl or an MVP. 
Josh Allen has neither of the two. Lamar Jackson is going to win his second MVP. He is going to solidify his, himself in Canton. That is going to happen. He's going to end up in the Hall of Fame. He has there's one of the two things that you want on your resume when you are a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. You either need Super Bowl wins or MVPs and at least Super Bowl appearances. Lamar Jackson has some of that. Josh Allen, guys, has none of that. He needs to win more than Lamar does. I mean, I I couldn't agree with you more. I I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, think about it this way. The context around Josh Allen, since both of those guys are coming to the league, the context around Josh Allen is he's had Stephon Diggs for how many seasons now? Four years? This is his fourth year with Steph Diggs. They got there in 2020, whatever it is. So he's had Stephon Diggs, and he's had the, the defense that has led the league in defensive efficiency since he was drafted. Like that that that's that's what we're talking about with Josh Allen. That is not the supporting cast that Lamar Jackson has had for the totality of since he's been in Baltimore. Like w- w- besides this year, when has Lamar Jackson ever had a number one receiver? His number one receiver was a tight end in Mark Andrews. So I mean, th- you have to think about that. Uh, okay, Lamar Jackson the defense defense didn't get good until they got Roquan Smith there last year. So I mean, I guess those are the things where I look at Lamar and I say, okay, I can understand why it hasn't happened. I mean, the two previous seasons, he didn't even finish the year healthy. So, I, like, with Josh Allen, there are no excuses as to why he can't have top-end success. And I get it. Health is a part of what you want to factor in in terms of a player's overall ability. But I, I think there's a world amount of pressure on Josh Allen more so than Lamar Jackson. What? <laughs> Yeah. Are you guys serious? Yeah. I, I think Lamar Jackson has way more pressure on him than Josh Allen based on what the team was this year. The Bills took a step back. There was a regression. Yes, they were able to turn it on towards the end of the season, but the Baltimore Ravens have been dominant this entire year. We're talking about Lamar Jackson on the precipice of locking up a second MVP award. You're not going to really have an easier path to the Super Bowl than you are right now. I mean, I know it's difficult with Houston, maybe Kansas City. There are some challengers there. But the Baltimore Ravens have been better than any other opposition in the AFC that they'll face this season. Mm-hmm. And you're right. He, he does have a lot of pieces in place. They're healthy. Mark Andrews is practicing. His return could be huge for them. I think when it comes, I also think about next year, by the way, in that division. Joe Burrow's returning. Cleveland is going to be right there. And, and maybe Deshaun Watson figures it out. Uh, the Steelers are the Steelers. What are they going to do at quarterback? Maybe they'll take another step. That's a tough division that's only going to get tougher next season. I think Lamar Jackson has all the pressure in the world on him to get it done this year. But here's the counter to that, Smalls. So if we're going to put labels as if their career ends right now, right, we're going to look at it and say, Lamar was not a postseason guy, but he, boy, was he a great regular season guy. What are we going to say about Josh Allen? Is he a regular season guy? Is he a postseason guy? Is he a turnover, He's a turnover guy? He's a turnover guy. <laughs> Like, what do we get? He's, he's, he's a guy a, that gets offensive coordinators fired. <laughs> he is a great, great, great player, right? I have been up and down on him, admittedly. But what's what's the calling card? Like, what are you hanging your hat on with him? What's the label with Josh Allen? Like, Lamar can be, if Lamar never wins, he's a great regular season player. Okay, that's a compliment. What is Josh Allen? He might be the single greatest physical talent at the quarterback position we've ever seen in the which, NFL. Which is an insult. And I'll tell you why that's an insult. Anytime mm. we say talent, it means underachieving. Yeah. We never talk about LeBron James' talent, Steph Curry's talent, Tom Brady's talent. We talk about their accomplishments. Sure. Right. Talent is coded for underachieving. When you say talk about a guy or a gal in sports being so talented, it means they have nothing that you want to boast about on their resume when it comes to the two most important things, winning or MVPs. 
what what am I supposed to say about him? Lamar is amazingly talented, but Lamar, the thing we say is two time MVP. That's it. Right, but two time MVP that didn't win a Super Bowl. Yeah, correct. Correct. So he's not good in the so postseason. He's right now but great in a different caliber season. of conversation than Josh Allen is. Therefore, he has more pressure to get it done. The, the Buffalo Bills fired their offensive coordinator this year. We, they had a slim chance to even make the playoffs. We've been talking about Baltimore being dominant and the road to the Super Bowl going through Baltimore for a long time now. Yeah, but I, I mean, the reason why Buffalo had the 6-6 six and six start was because of Josh Allen and the turnovers. Like, that's the thing. Lamar Jackson hasn't been uneven this season. He's been pretty consistent. And Josh Allen is one of those guys where it's going to be feast or famine. It's it's choose your own adventure. You don't know what you're going to get from week to week. And I think dependability actually matters in these situations as well. So even though Lamar hasn't had the success in the postseason, I, I still would give him the benefit of the doubt now that he has this supporting cast. Let's see what he does. This is the first time where it's all really came together for Lamar, where he's had a top 10 offense, where he's had a number one receiver, where he's had a good offensive line, where he's had a dominant defense. That ain't been the case in Buffalo. Josh Allen has had that, what, for the last three or four years. His offense and his defense has been in the top ten. Like, that, that's what you're talking about with Josh Allen. He's had a number one receiver. He's had a competent head coach. Like, he's had all of the elements, all of the ingredients that it takes to win a championship, yet he hasn't done it. So I guess my thing is Josh Allen has had more cracks at it with the requisite pieces that it takes to win a title than Lamar has, which is why I think he's under more pressure. But to me, I put Lamar under more pressure because of what you just said, because of the consistency. You have been so great all season long. You should be able to translate that into the playoffs. You do have a Super Bowl winning head coach behind you. Mm-hmm. You, you do have a number one wide receiver now. You do have all of these weapons. You do have a great defense. You're at home. You're healthy. You're playing the Houston Texans, and shout out to C.J. Stroud, who's been unbelievable this year. He's still a rookie. The Texans shouldn't be in this position. There's no way that they should beat the Baltimore Ravens. And whether it's the Bills or the Chiefs, I mean, the Chiefs is a different story because it's Patrick Mahomes, it's it's Andy Reid, but the Chiefs have not been great this year. But, I mean, if you're going to win a championship and you're in the AFC, you're going to have to get through the Chiefs and Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. Josh Allen doesn't have the top line on the resume. Lamar does. Think about In our lifetime, who's famously the most... Impressive career at the quarterback position without a title. Dan Marino. He's won an MVP. He has a top line on the resume. Josh Allen does not have the top line on the resume. You're either putting the MVP or the Super Bowl. He doesn't have either. But when we're talking about the greatest of all time, we're talking about Dan Marino, but he always comes with that caveat. Lamar will be in that conversation because of the MVPs. When we're talking about the greatest of all time, we're not going to talk about Josh Allen if he doesn't win a Super Bowl or if he doesn't win an MVP. Right, but he won't even be in that conversation. He won't even be in the conversation. That's what I'm saying. He won't even be in that conversation. Right, but Lamar's in it. That's what we're saying. There's a pressure. But Lamar will be in it, but he will be in the Dan Marino corner. He'll be in a different column. And that, to me, gives you more pressure because there are more expectations on you okay i know you hate when i bring up philip rivers because it drives you crazy go ahead but that's philip rivers it's the great statistical career without the top line of the resume at least lamar's in the con you were you just acknowledged lamar the knock on him would be amongst the greats well he didn't win but he's amongst the greats josh allen is not amongst the greats if he doesn't have the top line of the resume now he can't win mvp in the postseason obviously no but if he gets to a super bowl or wins a super bowl this year we look at him differently oh my Completely god differently. you gotta smash a freaking egg on my face that's how differently we look at him not really please because i don't want that i think we should do that though actually that i would think be, we should do that, that. Would be you a f- did the same thing I did. I, i'm signing i'm signing up for Both it too i said us? i think we should i said just, we okay. i know i'm not speaking french now here's the thing you may want to <laughs> shave the beard before then because it's 
the yoke will get stuck in I'm the I'm going to have to. I'm, yeah. I just resign. Like, we're going to have to go. <laughs> the yoke. We're going to have to. We yeah, can put the makeup capes on. Yeah, we're going to have to wash it. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. 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 We might have to do it. We might have to do it. 729 on our faces. The number to be a part of the show. More pressure on them in the playoffs. Lamar or Josh Allen. Your phone calls coming up. It's Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. While the intensity of our conversation continued... We have not stopped on the Lamar versus Josh Allen. So we're just going to pick up right where we left off. And I don't mean in the last segment. I mean the screaming at each other in our commercial break. The commercial breaks are always best, right? The the conversations during the commercial breaks. We have great advertising partners (laughs) that uh, present great messages to everybody listening. That's why the commercial breaks are the uh, the greatest, like uh, Progressive Insurance. Progressive is making things easier. We'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Dale in North Carolina listening on 94.1. The pressure, Lamar or Josh Allen? Without question. This is so easy. And Damon Woody was asked the same question. He didn't hesitate. He didn't stutter. Lamar Jackson. If Canty was a politician, he would be a flip-flopper. If Canty was in law enforcement, he'd be an FBI guy trying to put Lamar Jackson in the witness protection program. He's a big (laughs) boy. Let him take the heat. Canty. How you, last week you said it was Brock Purdy, the guy that was in high school when Lamar Jackson was winning his first MVP. Kenny, you of all people, you know how hard it is to get to the Super Bowl, let alone win it. There is no tomorrow. Go ask the 85 Bears was there tomorrow, the most dominating team in NFL history. Go ask Doug Williams and those 87 Redskins, lightning in the bottle. Oh, Doug's got another year. Injuries did him in. And then, of course, now or never, go ask second and goal on the half-yard line. Go ask Richard Sherman, Beast mm. Mode, Cam Chancellor, will you get another chance? Mm. Second mm. and goal in the one push of a computer. A football guy didn't make that call. A MIT astrophysicist graduate made that call. But Dale, 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 hold on a second. And we'll let CC respond. In order to get another, you got to get a first. 
One of these two has to get their first Super Bowl yeah. in order to hold it against them that you're not getting another Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but I love the call, and I love the energy from I Dale. I mean, I, I almost feel like I need to go over to the Lamar Jackson under more pressure side just from that phone call alone. But he, here's what I'll say about Lamar. This is the second time that he will be the number one overall seed in the AFC. First time, 14-2, and two, didn't go so well. Tennessee Titans rolled through there. Derrick Henry ran rush out over them. Lamar Jackson, they couldn't do anything, mm-hmm. right? So there's that black mark against his resume. He hasn't gotten to a conference championship game. Josh Allen has actually been to the championship round. So if you want to say a two-time MVP during the span of six years should have something to show for it once we get to the postseason, yeah, he should. But – if Lamar Jackson loses in the divisional round or he loses in the conference championship game, does that mean he's not an MVP? So his success is held against him. That's where the pressure comes in. Josh Allen's lack of individual success and team success in terms of the first line of the resume, which has to be either MVP or Super Bowl for a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback, is held in his favor in this argument. And that is why I actually look at Josh Allen and say there's more pressure on him because we're looking at it and, and the sentence goes, a two-time MVP not reaching the Super Bowl? Yeah, so it's held against him. Yeah, but he's, he's still been... a two-time MVP. Exactly there is right. nothing that Josh Allen has on his resume that would suggest that he's going to be mentioned with the all-time great. There's no top great, great physical talent, yep. but what does that equate to? A lot of total touchdowns, but what does that mean? Like, that's the part. Like, where does it translate to overall team success? At least with Lamar Jackson, we have the gaudy regular seasons. At least with Lamar Jackson, he can say not once but twice, my team had the best record in the regular season in our respective conference. Can't say that about Josh Allen. No. Can't say, so I guess that's the point. Like, he's got to go on a deep playoff run and potentially win a Super Bowl in order to change the perception of who he is beyond just the turnovers and the raw physical ability. But because of those individual accolades and that hardware, I expect more from him than I do Josh Allen, which equates to more pressure. Okay, so maybe we're 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 using the word pressure differently because I mean I, I guess expectation I, I, I guess really what you're saying is true. The expectation for Lamar is different than Josh, but when we start talking about who needs it more like whose resume is it more necessary to win a title for in this season? I don't know how you make the case for Lamar Jackson over Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen by far and away needs it more than Lamar. At points this season, we didn't even think the Buffalo Bills were going to make the playoffs. Because of Josh Allen. Because of him, exactly. Lamar, we have been talking about the road to the Super Bowl going through Baltimore the entirety of the season. We've been talking about this being the year for him. If Josh Allen getting the Bills to the playoffs, it's, it already feels like a success based on where they were at points this season. Lamar, the job is nowhere near done for him. No, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you, Smalls, but let me ask you this question. If both of their careers ended today, who's in the Hall of Fame and who's not? Lamar is in. Josh Allen is not. That's why he, Josh Allen is under more pressure. He needs it more. It's interesting because what you just said, Smalls, is you're giving the Bills credit for digging themselves out of the hole that they dug for themselves. And that's where it's an interesting thing. And I think your argument is very interesting from a standpoint also of – you are actually saying Lamar is better than Josh Allen. Lamar's career is better than Josh Allen. Thus, you have earned the right for me to put the pressure on you in a way that Josh Allen has not earned. Is it's that a sign of respect. Correct, yeah. Mm. I have pressure on you because of the greatness that I know that you have. LeBron goes to the playoffs. You better win a title. Um, Anthony Edwards goes to the playoffs. Wow, great job. And I know that's a weird comparison, but they're the number one seed. You get what I'm saying? I got you. I got you. Uh, Laura and Tampa watching on ESPN2. What's up, Laura? Hey there, guys. Love the show. Um, I have to agree with my girl Smalls here. Um, I think it's 
I think it's Lamar. I mean, I think you have to consider that uh, expectations equates to pressure. And I think the expectation, like you guys just said, is that Lamar's expected to win a Super Bowl. He has all the pieces. He has all the components. And, I mean, really, like, I love – listen, go Bucks. okay, first and foremost. (laughs) I'm just going to say that right now. Um, But, listen – if, if Josh Allen and the Bills go to the Super Bowl, it would be a shock. And so, it, I mean, you have to consider that expectation uh, equals pressure. And we find that all the time, not just in football, that some of the best players fall to pressure because of expectation. It's a very, so anyway, it's a very fair show. point. Love the beard. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Thank you, Laura. Great, great call. Thanks, Laura. Let me just throw another wrinkle into this, Steph. If expectations equal pressure, why are we not saying that Patrick Mahomes has any pressure on him? Because he can't be any better than he's been. Because he's already his won Super dro- Bowls. Right, his but, receivers drop passes. Right, yeah. but based on if, if he is, if he and Andy Reid are the new Brady and Belichick, there was never a postseason where they were not expected to go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl regardless of who else was around them. Does Mahomes have pressure on him? We haven't even brought up his name till right now, other than the opposition for Josh Allen. Does he have pressure on him? No. I well, I think I think we don't put pressure on him because we know how great he is, yes. but I think he puts pressure on himself. And it's not as if Pat Mahomes has shied away from the comparison with him and Tom Brady. He's even embraced it. Like, he, he didn't go as far as LeBron did and said he's chasing ghosts, but he said he wants to be considered the greatest of all time, and Tom Brady is the standard. So, yeah, I, I, I think Mahomes puts that pressure on him. But going back to what Smalls has been saying, what our last call Laura said, I, I'm starting to come on to the side of Lamar. And maybe we all should, Ev, just from the standpoint of how we view him versus how we view Josh Allen. Like, why why are we putting Josh Allen up there with Pat Mahomes and Lamar? Like, why are we continuing to do that? Because he doesn't have – because people – Act like we got to stop doing that. Right. I guess that's the point. That's, so, that, that's what we're saying now. Now the con- like I'm, I'm starting to get where Smalls is coming right, from. Come Why here. are we putting Josh Allen up here? You have Let's stop. Right let's stop doing that. Yeah. You have raw physical talent, but that only means so much. You don't. You don't deserve to be in the same stratosphere as Lamar. You don't deserve to be in the same stratosphere as Pat Mahomes. Hell, you don't deserve to be in the same ilk as Joe Burrow. You're not there. So why do we keep doing this? Because because he's a big quarterback that can run fast and throw the ball far? No, we got to stop doing that with Josh Allen. Smalls is right. I'm sorry. Smalls is right. right, I I, I usually don't balk at my my own stance, but I have to do it in this instance. She is absolutely right. Lamar is under more pressure because the expectations should absolutely be higher with him because he is the better football player. Yeah, and I would look at it still as if Lamar Jackson becomes, in essence, Dan Marino and Josh Allen becomes Phillip Rivers, I'd rather be Dan Marino than Phillip Rivers. I'd rather be Well, neither Dan- one of them has a title, and we're talking about who has the most pressure to win a Super right, Bowl. Right, but I'm saying that Lamar, if he has the regular season accolades and nothing else, and I know Marino went to a Super Bowl, I'm cool with that. Josh Allen has none of these at all, in any way, shape, or form. Right, but, but you're teetering on two different categories. If he wins two MVPs and he wins a Super Bowl, you're talking about him as one of the all-time greats. Like he's te- he's teetering on a very interesting line right now, which is why I think he has more pressure on him. Coming up, Pat Costello, our producer, is over it next on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. The mustache trend works if it's frozen, right? Andy Reid's frozen mustache. Then we like the mustache trend. We are on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. Our producer, Pat Costello, every single day, complains about things in sports, life, entertainment. What are you over today, Pat? I'm still over that Pluto thing. But no, um, <laughs> there's, there's so much more pressure on Lamar Jackson than there is Josh Allen. You guys are in- absolutely insane. Because, well, not Michelle. Michelle's dead on and uh, has been the whole time. But there is there was no expectation for the Bills about midway through this season. We had completely counted them out. Because and- of him! That's the point. <laughs> that because is the point. Because of him! What about before the season? There were no expectations on the Bills before the season, Pat? There were, and there were also expectations on the Ravens. And the Ravens met the expectations Correct, for the regular which season. which is why there's more pressure on them to finish Right, but the, it's almost like Josh Allen is getting an out in people's eyes because he screwed up so much that they had to go on this miraculous run after firing a coach in season. Now, the Ravens did it before the season with Greg Roman and now, um, you know, making the change with Todd Bunkin as their offensive coordinator. But it, it, it's like it's interesting. Lamar should have screwed up. It's interesting. It's, 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 it's the pressure with the Bills. But it's interesting. We're if doing- they mess up, then we'll just go, oh, it was the Bills, and they screw. They weren't that good anyway. So what's the pressure? No, hold, on, hold on, we're saying the Bills weren't aren't that good. What are we saying? We didn't. Even, we weren't even sure they were going to make the playoffs this year. Yeah, because of Josh Allen. Correct. He's which is why there's no pressure. We didn't, there were no expectations like halfway through the season. Okay, so, so if, they, if they don't uh, win the uh, Super Bowl, uh, it's like, well, they, we didn't think they were going to win it anyway. I, I, so, so we're saying that the Bills were or were not a good team coming into this year. We thought they could have been, and then they weren't, and then they. Made but they were the because of Josh Allen. I'm yes, co- I, yes. I guess that's the part that I'm confused. It's so, like we we so recalibrated we recalibrated the expectations for the Bills as a team when they were six or six, it, but we didn't do that with Josh Allen. No, it would have been better. Player. It would have been better based on Pat's current argument to basically for Lamar to start six and six and get to the number one seed. Yeah, that would have actually had us view him in a better light. Because Josh that makes Allen, sense. more pressure on Lamar because they have been great and he is going to be the MVP. But Josh Allen, yeah. he has to win the hole. Super Bowl. But that's the hardest. We're putting Lamar in the Hall of Fame. 
team. Like, he has to win the Super Bowl. Correct. Well, he is going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's got multiple. He's, That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why there's more pressure on him. I don't understand how. It's uh, Yes, I'm with you, Pat. But I guess, my, I guess my whole point is that everybody wants to mention Josh Allen in the same breath as Lamar Jackson and as Joe Burrow and as Pat Mahomes. And he's just not that dude. So I, think, like, I, don't, I don't think it's fair. Like, we've recalibrated the expectations in the talent level of what the Buffalo Bills are because they got out to a 6-6 six and six start. But we didn't do that individually with Josh Allen, even though he was the main culprit in why they got out to a 6-6 six and six start. Okay, hang on. Let's look at the Ravens and the Bills. Who has the advantage from a coaching standpoint? Ravens. Ravens. Who has an advantage from a defensive standpoint? Ravens. Who Ravens. has an advantage from an offensive skill position player standpoint? Bills. Yeah, that's, I, would, I would lean toward the Bills. Who has an advantage at the quarterback position? Ravens. Ravens. So more things are working in the Ravens' favor, which means they have more pressure on them to win a Super Bowl. And when you're the quarterback of said team that is winning two MVPs, you're shouldering all of that expectation. They're a better team. There's more expectation so, on them to win. Therefore, Lamar is the one that has to I get can it explain done. This. I think I can explain this maybe a little bit from where CeCe and I are coming from. I think CeCe and I are reacting to the masses and not the individuals on the show. Agreed. Because I think that the individuals, all of us that are associated with this show, Javante, Pat, Nuno, Michelle, Chris, Evan, all of us on this side, on the radio side, all of us agree it is absurd to put Josh Allen in the same conversation as Lamar, yes. which leads you and Smalls and, and the entire producer team to say, of course, then Lamar has more pressure. What CC and I are coming off sensitive about is everyone else that puts Josh Allen, including at our own network, that puts Josh Allen on the Mahomes-Lamar level, and thus, if you're going to do that, if we're going to give in to you, well, then he has pressure to put that first thing on the resume, that top line on the resume, because Lamar has two MVPs after this year. Josh Allen has nothing in terms of MVPs and Super Bowls. So we are reacting to the masses. I I completely agree with what Evan is saying, and there are people at this network that would take Josh Allen as their quarterback over Lamar Jackson, who's going to win his second MVP this year. Many. That would do that. That, that. That's the point. I guess that's where I'm saying. If he is the guy that you're projecting him out to be, then he damn well better win a title this year. He has more pressure than Lamar under that specific set of circumstances. But Smalls, based on how we all view it, as Lamar being the better player, mm-hmm. then yeah, Lamar Jackson has more pressure to deliver a title. Right. But that's not how everybody else, that's not how the rest of the world, that's not how the rest of sports media views the Josh Allen-Lamar Jackson debate. And that's the part where I get so fired up about it. I agree. It's exactly what it is. Next one, Pat. All right. We're good. We got everyone feeling good? Well, yeah, we came to a good uh, conclusion. A little on edge. A little on edge. <laughs> I mean, I have to pee, but other than that, I feel good. Too much information. Okay. I'm over that. Um, I'm also over people with poor drive through etiquette. Uh, once you get your food from the window, drive away from the window. Do not sit there and like dig through your bag and look like, oh, let me make sure my, my burger doesn't have tomatoes on it. If you need to check... Pull off to the side, and if it's wrong, go inside. Wait but a don't minute. sit Javante, there for a minute Javante. digging through. Yeah, what happened, Javante? Javante with That's the That's insane. If what? it's wrong, you're right there. Why can't you just get what you need? I got places to go. That's I was, too bad. They I'm hungry. <laughs> Pull off to the side. There's a whole parking lot that nobody's ever right in. there. Yeah, but if you're going through the drive-thru, <laughs> you don't want to get out of the car. So you have to then check while you're at the drive-thru to make sure the order is right and then no. say to the person working there, hey, I'm sorry, you forgot tomatoes. No, now you're also, now you're wasting my no, time. No, I agree with Javante because, again, you're going to the drive-thru because you don't want to get out of the car. Now you're putting people in a position to get out of the car, Pat. Also, you're in your vehicle chilling it's not as if you're waiting in a cold line outside like put on some good tunes and relax you'll get your food in a second who's better at going through the drive-thru lamar or josh allen eight at eight say espn (laughs) (laughs) next one pat 
Uh, when you get a text from someone and it pops up as their email, what are we doing? What, you, how what, does that happen? I'm I don't know. I don't know how it happens. I, I, I wonder if it's when they're iMessaging on their computer, it comes up as their email. Well, you're a big iMessage on the computer person, aren't you? Yes, and I don't know if mine comes up as my email when I'm messaging from the computer. I never know how that works. I that's, tri- so. that's tricky business because I don't know how it works. Yes. And that's, that, 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 is, that has gotten many a man in trouble. Just gonna leave it out. I'm just gonna put it out there. The iMessage on the no, iPad. No, no, I'm, just, the I'm just saying exactly. <laughs> you you send in text messages that you don't think nobody else can see, but they come through on the cloud on another device. I'm just saying. What are you talking about? I'm just saying. I'm not saying that I did that. I'm just saying that I I, I, I have heard. I may know some people that have gotten themselves in trouble. I, I may I may know. I may know some men that have gotten in trouble. That Many that may men. that that may have ruined some marriages. I'm just just gonna put that out there. Okay, sus wow. men of America. Public take public service announcement: Just don't do it. Don't Allow connect your devices on the cloud. If 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 if, if you if you're doing something you shouldn't be doing, don't connect your devices also, on the cloud. Make sure you check everyone's iPad in the house because everything's connected and. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Or just don't, con- oh. or just don't connect everything. That's all. Maybe that's why Kyler Murray didn't study the iPad. <laughs> no, I think that had to do with Call of Duty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, next one, Pat. All right, last one. People who tailgate when there's snow or ice on the road, like, well, can we just accept that maybe we're not all, all going to be going 70 miles an hour when it's a little slippery out there? And go around me if you're in that much of a rush. Like, just relax. I'm I'm trying not to slip and slide off the road and end up in a car accident. Thanks. Yeah, nobody should feel badly for any of us. We have the greatest job in the world, being able to talk sports and debate all day and talk about creeping um, like we just did. But the commute the last few days has not been ideal. <laughs> no, not great. <laughs> not great. Not great. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> but like, I mean, I guess the, I guess the, I guess the one benefit to waking up early in the morning to do this job is that nobody else is on the road. But it, the roads so, are not plowed, though. When you're oh, that early in the morning, it's oh, so fair, fair, fair point. Well, the, so, ro- the roads are not plowed where you live. The roads are fine in New York City. Just going to put that. Well, that leave, also just going to leave that right there. Drives me crazy when like we know there's snow coming and roads are not plowed. Like, what are we doing? Sleeping? Can we I mean, get? If, no, if, I mean, if, like, if, can if, we get some snow plows? Yeah, yeah but if you're if the you're the one through? that's supposed to plow the snow, you want to wait for all of the snow Correct. to fall before you clean the roads. You don't want to have to do it twice, right, Pat? I'm pretty sure they get more money if the more that they're out there. No, because they're probably working eight-hour shifts. Yeah, they're working a no, shift. No, a lot of people get paid by the job. Mm. No, that's plowing driveways. I don't know if plowing yeah. the roads. <laughs> yeah, it depends. What are you talking about? If you work about? for the city or the county, I don't think, yeah, I don't no, think, that's you, OT, get, I don't think you get paid that's to plow no, by the street. No, that's OT. They sit around the whole time waiting for it. Who would be better at driving the plow, Lamar or Josh Allen? We'll find <laughs> out next. Our Sportsman Life presented by Progressive Insurance. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.